everything should have a home in your house and on your computer. So if you have random floating files in the cosmos that are just sitting on your Mm. desktop, they need a home. You are listening to Hustle With Heart with your hosts, Dr. Andy and Dr. Jacinta. Are you a small business owner with big goals, but not into selling your soul, freedom, and joy in exchange for success? If yes, you're in the right place. Stick with us and we will teach you the exact strategies and tools we have used to successfully blend our work and family life with ease, all while growing an aligned seven-figure business and helping transform over 5,000 clients' lives. Welcome to our inner circle, where nothing is off limits. It is time to align your business and heart. Let's dive in. Welcome to episode 18 of the Hustle With Heart podcast, Spring Detox for Your Business. In today's episode, we will be covering how decluttering your work life can make more ease and flow in your days, our strategies for tech organization, why detoxing your business is important for your business growth, and how to manage your to-do list to avoid overwhelm. But before we start, do you follow us on Instagram yet? We share lots of valuable content to help you up-level in life and business every week. Search our handle at Hustle With Heart Podcast. Yay, spring has finally sprung. This is my favorite time of year, firstly because it's my birthday month. Very exciting. (laughs) But secondly, because it's the time where collectively we get rid of the old and make way for the new, where new things are born, which is very exciting because spring is the perfect time to really get rid of the things in your life and business that do no longer serve you so that you can plant those seeds for new opportunities. Think of it like a garden. If you have lots of weeds in your garden and you want to grow those new opportunities, i.e. those beautiful flowers, then you need to clear away that gunk. You need to clear away that space. So we're going to be ridding ourselves of those weeds that no longer serve you in your business and be very intentional about what you're going to plant for that healthy harvest to come. Now, what we're going to take you through today is actually a process. Firstly, an audit, a culling. So we're going to be letting go of a lot. And then we're going to be talking about the things that you're wanting to cultivate and keep. So what that means is for all of the hoarders out there, there's things that, yes, you will have to let go of, things that are no longer serving you. And that may be a little bit difficult. And I know that you might be thinking that you need it all and everything on your business is really important. The thousands of things on your to-do list, the hundreds of emails that you have are all really important. But the truth of the matter is, is that they are weighing you down and they're keeping you unfocused. And in our experience, when you do let go and you get rid of those old projects or those things that are weighing you down and taking up space, then that leaves a beautiful vacuum of free space and energy for amazing new opportunities and people and things to come into your life. 
You also might be thinking that, but I don't have time to do the organization. I've got a thousand things to do. I just want to move forward in my business. And look, we get it, but sometimes it is worth just taking half a day or a full day even to really recenter and get rid of that old gunk so that you can, like Andy said, invite that vacuum back in. And in fact, it's actually going to save you time in the long run. So similar to our last episode when we spoke about doing a cleanse for your colon, if you haven't listened to that, you have to, it's, um, it's juicy, juicy, but getting rid of those disgusting built up potentially 10 year old mucus plaques in your colon, um, you could have them in your business too. So yes, we need to do a business enema. <laughs> Should we trademark that? That's great. (laughs) Business enema. Cool. So the first way to do your business enema is to obviously identify the things that you need to cull. And one of the places I know that you're holding a whole bunch of baggage is in your email inbox. And my hand is up. That is me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Andy's going to be doing an email cull after this. Absolutely. Are you one of those people that has like 1,900 emails in their inbox? Yes, right? So it is time to clear all of that away and be ruthless with your delete button. And I know that for some of you, this is giving you some anxiety because you think, but I need all of those emails or you're like, that's a really big task, but I promise you that you're going to feel so much better afterwards. What I would recommend to do as a first point of call here is go into your email inbox and rearrange your email so that all of the unread emails show up first in your inbox. And actually keep it like this. I end up using my email as a working to-do list. So all of the unread emails are at the very top of my email. And then when you can see your 1,900 emails all in front of you, go ahead and click the select all button mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and what that would do it was if, you, if you're in gmail or outlook that will select the whole page and more than likely it won't be your whole inbox it will just be the first hundred emails or something select all and then go down the list and unselect any ones that are important and remember that uh, be ruthless with this delete it's Let's think about it like a Marie Kondo way. If it doesn't spark joy, then get rid of it. Or if it isn't important, then get rid of it. Like I don't know, I don't know what emails spark joy. <laughs> well, I'm thinking about like all of the subscriptions that we have where we think, oh, well, one day maybe I'll get an email that no, prompts me to, to buy that thing, right? So be ruthless with that delete. Delete them all. And then the ones that are left um, that you want to keep. If they're subscription-based, then um, I would recommend putting them in a different folder. So if you have like a whole bunch of subscriptions for, you know, business inspiration or whatever it might be, then start to create different folders so that those things aren't popping up into your inbox every day. And they're more things that when you have the time and the want and the desire to look at those types of emails, then you go into a separate part of your inbox because your inbox should only be consisted of the things that are those timely things that you need to manage. 
once you have done this cull of your email inbox and it should be nice and clean and I would suggest leaving the working to-do list emails as unread even if you haven't read them and then only go into your inbox when you're ready to actually deal with those emails and have the time to do so. Don't start opening emails when you don't actually have the time to address them because what you're actually doing is you're doing the task mentally 50 times before you actually do the task which is a waste of time and energy. And also will create a lot of anxiety and make you feel like you have so much more on your plate than you actually do. Exactly. So now that you've cleaned up your email inbox, it is time to clean your physical workspace. So you may have a few different workspaces. Maybe you have a, an office or an at-home computer desk, whatever it might be. I would recommend the minimalistic approach here because when you're sitting down, remember this is your creative space. This is where all of your ideas happen. And if your surroundings are cluttered and you feel buried under the weight of all of your pens and paper and tidbits and ornaments, crystals, whatever it might be. Actually, never, keep, keep never them, enough crystals. Keep the crystals, get rid of the rest. <laughs> then you're going to feel really claustrophobic. So clean away the space and then only keep the things that, again, spark joy, that make you feel really good and uh, go from there. And then any paperwork, make sure you're filing that away. So I actually have a picture of my children at my computer and I think that's that's beautiful because a lot of um, the reason and my purpose, like why I'm doing the work that I do is um, for um, my legacy, for them and um, the world. So having beautiful reminders um, at your workstation I think is really valuable whether that's images or quotes, uh, whatever resonates with you and touches your heart. Next, it is time to clean up that desktop and any of your working folders, so Dropbox or your Google Drive, whatever that may be for you. Everything should have a home in your house and on your computer. So if you have random floating files in the cosmos that are just sitting on your Mm. desktop, they need a home. So create a folder specific for them. You may have a personal folder, a marketing folder, a work folder, and then organize all of that. So I know that our beautiful practice manager recently went into our Dropbox and organized everything. And it just feels so much more spacious in there, doesn't it? And it saves so much time because a little while ago before she did that, we were going in there and getting lost and wasting so much time just trying to find what we needed to find. Once you have cleaned all that up, then you can actually invite more of that inspiration in. So now that you've cleaned it, you might want to change your desktop background to be something that's really inspiring. I have um, a quote that really inspires me as my desktop and beautiful sunflowers because that's my favorite flower. And then I'm sure that if you're anything like us, you have a digital to-do list. So we use Asana, but in the past we have used Monday. And this is something that um, if you haven't got that digital to-do list, I would highly recommend because those platforms and apps are really fantastic. But what we have done in the past, if we we have had everything and the kitchen sink, like in our digital to-do list, and that has in the past created some overwhelm. 
And so what we like to do is every now and again, go in there and just delete the things that no longer are serving us and are no longer relevant for our business. Because your business adapts and changes as you adapt and change. And so tasks that initially you thought were going to be important um, or projects that you were working on, they may not be the case anymore. So for example, recently, Andy and I sort of did a bit of an audit and we, we thought to ourselves, okay, we have a Facebook page for open space, a group, and do we want to be continuing to, to post in there? And what we decided to do is actually pause that for the moment because there were other more pressing things that were going to move the business more forward but we didn't want to completely delete it. So we just mentally made the decision to park it. And that is even what you can do. If it's not something you want to completely let go of, it's just about energetically letting go of that tie as well. And so when you have your digital to-do list, I would also recommend categorizing that to-do list. So we have different boards in Asana, this, this app that we use. One is on marketing, another is on practice management, another is in meetings, personal life. And so we know where everything goes. Again, everything has a home. Everything has a digital home. All your to-do lists have a home. And so they need to be in their appropriate place. And then we have created what we call the back burner list. So this is the things that we do want to get to, but it's they're not ripe and ready just yet. But if they were on our regular to-do list, and that would create some angst and anxiety. So we put them in their own separate folder so that we visit them when we're ready to spark that new initiative. Now that you have culled all of the dead wood, it is now time to plant some beautiful new seeds. So what I would also do is go into your Instagram or social bios and start really cleaning up and recreating um, your bio and your highlights because you are evolving all the time. And so quite often your website, your social media, your bios, your even your email signatures, they will change. You may be doing some new photo shoots. I'll recommend here actually updating your photos every time you do this digital or business detox to create that new fresh energy into your realm. And we couldn't go and talk about this topic about um, detoxing your business without touching on your financials. Yay. So revisit your budget and look at where you're tracking. You should be doing this on a regular basis anyway. However, um, take good mention or good notice of all of the extraneous expenses. So potentially the subscriptions and other other things, consumables, etc. that um, you are not utilizing, um, you don't require anymore and cancel them and yeah, redirect your finances. Um, so this is a really great time to, yeah, to plant those, those good seeds um, in, your, in your finances. Now for today's takeaways. Letting go of tasks that no longer serve you and your business will make space for new opportunities. By clearing up your tech life, you will reduce overwhelm and be able to stay focused and present for the task at hand.
A business detox is a great opportunity to reassess where your business is at and upgrade your business processes as you evolve alongside with it. In our next episode, Jacinta will be sharing with you a very personal story about overcoming trauma and adversity. But before you go, remember to share with us what you loved about this episode in our Instagram DMs at Hustle With Heart Podcast.